Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Beamer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener. I'm your host. And today I would like to let you know that I have been finding myself slowly falling backwards into old habits in my mind. And they were small at first, but I've noticed my reaction and my first default answer to certain things is going back to no. You know, first reaction is fear. And I promised myself that I was going to work my way out of that. And I've been working very hard over the last decade or so. I've been working extremely hard to not allow those fearful thoughts to control me in my life. And just recently, I've had a couple of questions brought up to me about, well, would you like to do this or would you like to do that? And my first reaction was no, because of the time of year. So to explain that a little bit better, I'll tell you that living in Northern California and in Lake County specifically, um, we, over a series of about four or five years, had experienced some pretty tragic fires. And even if they weren't right here in our community, they were nearby, very tragic, um, like record-breaking losses of homes or lives. And I know now that, um, you know, I'm still in some sort of a, um, I guess, a post-traumatic stress because of it. Because even though I keep telling myself to let go and let God and to ask, believe and receive and to not live in a fear-based world and to just live my life, I found that I declined or almost declined a couple of opportunities because of the time of year it was and my fear of being too far from my home to protect it or to gather my belongings because of wildfire. So I'm going to be completely honest with you and say that in my recovery from living in a completely fear-based life, fear-based world, I had done a lot of meditating. Um, I no longer take um, anxiety medication. I was taking um, antidepressants. Um, but, you know, I now I, I, I feel that I've been in a really good place for quite a few years. But suddenly, um, and they're small. It's not like I've had any bouts of um, anxiety attacks. I haven't had any um, major stressful situations. It's just that my first answer to opportunity 
had been no. And I just was like, well, why is that? And, it, and I, and I stopped for a minute and allowed myself to feel, well, what are you feeling? Why would you immediately go there? And no one can predict the future. All we can do is do the best we can with, you know, taking care of, you know, your home, your, your property, making sure you're maintaining it. And, you know, just hope for the best. You can't stop living your life out of fear. You know, it's, it's, it's a terrible crippling thing living that way. And so today I had an opportunity to sit for a while on my own and I noticed I was doing the busy work again with my planning and my new businesses. Um, I have probably, if you're first, if this is your first time listening, you may not know this about me, but just recently I put in for an early retirement. I'm 53 and I put in for an early retirement from public education. I work as a librarian right now in a K-7 school in California and I've decided it's just not for me anymore. And I wanted to focus full time on my writing. And I love doing this podcast too, because what happened in 2020 and all during COVID is I really started finding a lot of solace in listening to other podcasts and inspirational speakers and reading a lot of inspirational books and meditating and, um, you know, going out into nature and just finding more inner peace. And so I wanted to um, incorporate that type of conversation regularly in my life. And so having this being um, a platform where I can speak once a week and then I do interviews once a week with others that inspire me and hopefully you as well, um, I just thought, you know, this is a really fun and great direction for me to be going into. However, I also, um, I'm a novelist, so I write my books and then I've started a writing service. Um, so I have a writing service for companies to help them to, um, you know, market their companies better. And so I have quite a few balls in the air right now, a lot of irons in the fire. And today I just was feeling like, okay, I need to get myself really organized. And I'm going back to those um, controlling, uh, busy working, uh, and which is not to say that you are not supposed to do the work. I'm just saying that I've noticed that my habits are going back to my old default of pushing hard and putting my head down and saying that if I do X, Y, and Z, then I will get this result. When I've learned and I know better, and I know that you have to be open to whatever the universe brings to you after you do the work. When you lay the groundwork, you can't have an expectation that is so solid that you don't have any room for bending and, and fluctuation. And so I thought, okay, I have all of this color-coded calendar stuff in front of me. Um, I'm, I'm trying really hard to stay organized because that's how it makes me feel comfortable is to stay out of the chaos. I need to stay organized. But I also know that I need to let go of the expectation I just have to put all of the energy out there into the world. And um, like Gabrielle Bernstein says, Gabby says, you know, a prayer that I've kind of adopted as my own. And that is, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to whom? And when you put that out there and you truly are open and and are willing to be guided to what it is that will bring you to your highest self, 
that just means that you're also going to bring to the community and to the world and to your loved ones, your highest self, which is how can you serve? How can you best serve? Because when you're in service, you are feeling the highest vibration and you are putting out all this positive energy and only positive energy will come back to you. But I found that over the last week or so, I have been going back to my default and fear-based thinking. So today I decided, um, and this might be a little too woo-woo for some of you people, but what I do and what, I, what I've learned is when I trust, when I trust that there are answers out there for me and that maybe I don't have them all, but I have to let go and let God or let go and let universe, um, I sometimes I'll ask for guidance And today I wanted to know, am I still on the right path to go towards that life which I so desire? Am I still on the right path to bringing my highest self and my highest good to others? And am I still on the right path to living my my highest truth? So I have these uh, I have these sacred earth oracle cards and I pulled one today asking that question, am I on the right path? And the card that I got was um, patterns. And there's three different meanings, but the two that really resonated with me uh, were, and it just kind of slapped me right in the face and it made me realize, yep, just as I suspected, I'm, I'm trying to be too controlling again. I'm going back to my old defaults and I need to learn to let go a bit. So The first one is the earthly meaning of patterns, and it is um, a feeling that history is repeating, the pattern in your past, in your childhood, in your relationships, in your career. They're all escapable, these patterns. So stop and learn the lesson so you can move forward. There's no need to mindlessly and endlessly hit repeat. Look outside of what you know and break a cycle. Someone, perhaps the universe, is trying to tell you something. A unique response to a repeat problem is needed. Okay, so like I said, I completely understood that one. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm going back to my default, my bad habit, my habit of trying to control every little scenario. And I have the scenarios in my head, and I have this way that I'm hoping that they're all going to work out. But what if what I'm envisioning isn't as big as what it could be. What if I could ask for that, but then it could be even more and it could be greater and maybe, or maybe it might take me in a direction that I had no idea I should go. And maybe it will be even a better scenario, a better situation. And that's what can happen if you just learn to let go and don't try to be so controlling of it. So the other meaning um, for patterns was the spiritual meaning. And um, it said from the flawless patterns of your spirit, a great light shines upon the world. You are a leader, a healer, an inspiration, a free spirit, unrestricted by traditional thinking, a desire to be all that you can be, and a vision for positive transformation draws you into deep exploration and clarity. Break free, reshape your destiny, and follow the spiraling, intertwining pathways of peace, love, and wisdom. So that made me feel like, okay, um, I asked, now I need to listen because I asked for the guidance and now I know um, I need to continue to follow the path that I was on 
when I was feeling the most free and when I was feeling the most vital and feeling the most um, expansion in my spirit. And, I, and you, your spirit feels so much smaller when you're containing it and trying so hard to put yourself into this little box. You need to let go. You need to just put out that energy of your, your positivity and your great intentions and do the best that you can do without those scenarios in your head. Otherwise, you end up getting disappointed or, um, you know, even though something greater might be coming your way, if exactly what you thought would happen because of your actions, you know, you thought if you did X, Y, and Z, you'd get this, then um, it can just, it can lead to such disappointment because, well, anyway, a better way to talk about it is to focus on happiness. Okay. So, that's where I was going with the whole thing in 2020 is I was trying to find what would truly make me happy because I knew that in my, in my soul, in my gut, in my heart, I was not doing what was making me happy anymore. I was wasting a lot of time. And I'm not saying that working a nine to five is a waste of time. And I'm not saying working in public education is a waste of time. What I'm saying is, is for me, I had hit a wall and my expiration date for that position in life was just, it was going stale. It was bad. I needed to move on. And I knew it. I knew it for the last few years, but COVID basically woke me up to realize that, hey, you need to start doing the things that you really want to do and to be happy. And when you're truly happy, that's when you are the most productive. That's when you are contributing the most to society is when you're happy and and doing the things that make you happy and being happy, you will attract more people that are going to be positive in your life and you'll also be positive in theirs. So anyway, I want to read to you guys something really quickly from <clears throat> the ultimate happiness prescription, the ultimate happiness prescription by Deepak Chopra. And the part where it says to focus on the present is what really is what I need to get back to. And I know from my old bad habits, when I'm focusing too far in the future, or if I'm focusing too much and how things didn't work in the past and, and it controls me, I know that I'm not truly being my happiest self and I'm not going to be as productive. So by focusing on the present, it will, um, it will bring me back to my center and where I need to be. And, um, in the book, The Ultimate Happiness Prescription, Deepak Chopra writes, if you focus on the present, your life will be constantly renewed. The present moment is the only time that is eternal. It never dies, nor can it be forgotten. Therefore, happiness in the present can never be taken away from you. It will free you from the snare of time, which brings about suffering through thought, evaluation, and analysis. Being fully in the present, you experience the timeless. In the timeless, you find your true self. So there you have it, my friends. If we can just learn to let go of the bad habits and focus on the present moment and be our truest, highest self, then we will be able to bring about our highest good. And it's simple but yet complicated. <laughs> and I say that because the theory of it all is simple, but the practice of it is complicated, meaning it's difficult. It's hard to let go of, of bad habits. It's hard to let go of old habits. 
And we tend to default back to what was our old normal. But the more we practice it, the better we will, um, the better we'll do. The more we practice it, the stronger we'll be and the less likely to go back into our default. We'll have a new default eventually. Um, you know, they say that um, the more you practice something, your brain, if you practice something and practice something, and the more and more you do it, you're exercising that muscle in your brain. By strengthening that muscle in your brain to do the new thing that you know is, is better for you and, and right and feels good, the more you do that, the more you practice that, that part of your brain is being exercised where pretty soon you are creating new habits. You are creating new thought patterns. And hopefully we don't go back to the old default, but we're creating new defaults for ourselves where we're actually truly changing. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, my friends. If you've been enjoying Beautiful Second Act podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so that others can find us easier and tell a friend, or if you're on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, don't forget to give us a shout out and share all the great content that we're trying to spread to all of our friends that are in the second half of life, trying to live our most inspirational and best life. I'm Patty Diener, and the last thing I want to leave with you is some information on how you can find me. Uh, I have written a book called After the Fire, It's about the Valley Fire of 2015. It's written as a romance novel, and you can find that in some bookstores in Northern California as well as on Amazon. I'll leave the link in the show notes. You can also find out all about how I wrote that book, the process that I had in writing it with the interviews that I held, and all the different things that were going on in our community here in Lake County during the time that I wrote that book over on pattydeanerwrites.com. And if you are interested in romance, travel, and food, I have a blog called just that, romancetravelandfood.com, where I share all kinds of great places to visit, fun things to do with your loved one, cooking, recipes, and restaurants. So check that out over at romancetravelandfood.com. All right, you guys, thank you so much for spending your time here with me today. Don't forget to uh, join us again every Tuesday and Thursday here at Beautiful Second Act. Have a great week.